Um, I was actually just doing, I just did one with Corbett last night, fucking three hours. Whoa, <laughs> like, that's Rogan level, son. Yeah, man. And we didn't even fucking touch like a couple of the things that were on the list because like, yeah, he's, man, we were getting deep and talking Yeah, because I listened uh, to that and I liked it. So I could tell because you, you like um, segue really well with the one I listened to. And that's what I was wondering, like maybe that's there where you can, because you ask the question that leads to the conversation. And that's why I was like, okay, maybe that's where you can edit it. I don't know. Uh, most of that is actually what I call pre-production. And the funny thing about doing the pods, man, is I've realised, I mean, I kind of didn't, un- I did. I wasn't under any illusion how much work it is, but they're fucking a lot more work than you think. And what, yeah. and the, the art of interviewing, man, really that's yeah. what it comes down to. So I plan... You know, I've got notes. The other thing is when I send you the run sheet, right, I don't actually send you everything because there's certain yeah, things yeah, yeah. I don't really want you to think about. I want you to just tell me like straight up. Yeah. And, oh, man, the way you craft the conversation and like I'm learning as I go. The first one I did with Starlo I was probably the worst, my worst performance. But, you know, and it was mainly just because like I was fucking too excited and I yep. just kind of was trying to say everything in one fucking podcast. But the cool thing was I went through and I did chop out a lot of the shit that I said because it was just a waste of time. Right. But generally, I'd, actually, I don't edit at all in terms of like only like last night I only edited because Corbett's connection actually dropped out towards the end and he went like a bit alien. But it was cool because I just chopped that bit off and then he jumps back in and like we do another one. So, yeah, I've been actually really enjoying the process because, as you know, like we listen to a lot of them. So, um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we'll get stuck into it, man. So, um, so how you been anyway? All right, good, mate. Good. Uh, you know, yeah. So, 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 heap, heaps of work, which is really good. But I'm trying, like you, like I don't want to do it. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do. I have to. You have to work, obviously, to get money. But yeah. there's so much other stuff that I'd, I'd much rather be doing, and things that I need to get going. And it's just yeah. running out of time. So yeah, it's tricky, man. It is tricky. And it's like, because like I was talking to Corbett last night, we didn't talk about it on the pod, but he's saying the same kind of thing. Like basically, he's fucking over it. Um, yeah. And he's a bit older than us, too. So he's been doing it a bit longer. But, you know, it's the whole yeah. thing. Like, what do you do? The other thing is he's closer to the end than the beginning. And I think part yeah. of the problem with people like you and me, man, is that we're cursed with curious minds. And, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and it's like I, I tell people right, like it's funny because we we'll get into it all. Don't worry. But you know, when I talk to UAPs, like say for example to my mate Gav, like he couldn't fucking care less. <laughs> really? And, I, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> this could be like the secrets of the universe, and like he just couldn't fucking care less. And I think to myself, you know what? I wish I was like him because life would be a lot fucking easier Simpler, yeah. if it was, man. Then like. But, um, yeah, me, me and you and, you know, Corbett to an extent, extent as well, we're cursed with curious minds. And, and, you know, I tell people, like, I don't know what it is, but I just have to know, man. Like, I have to oh, know to the knowledge, the best knowledge of, like, anybody on this planet, you know. And, um, and, and I and think it's... that's what keeps the conversation going. Like, how many years now since... That first oh, Roswell, yeah. cra- like it, I think that's what keeps everybody interested. And the, I mean, it's been yeah. in the background sometimes, you know. But now with the internet, like it's yeah, it's kind of blown up again. Like it's huge. And now the yeah. the real people are like, you know, like a real officers and and you know, uh, yeah. 
important people in administrations are like kind of leaking some some things but i don't even think they know like i don't i don't know that anyone knows we'll get into that we're sort of jumping ahead a bit but yeah um, i know yeah we'll get into all that there's a few things i want to kind of talk to you about first because actually so should explain to the listeners so man i was trying to figure out how long we've known each other and basically pretty much (laughs) well i met you you were still in high school so obviously i worked for your old man yeah and you came on the job i think you were like about 15 or 16 something like that 16 i started and um we've literally worked like thousands of days like together and had a lot of like you know amazing conversations and as far as i can remember only one argument which we'll actually get to yeah uh, one disagreement and i mean that's why i love talking to you because um you, you know you're you're way way more intelligent than the average person and i like the fact that you're not really a skeptic but i like the fact that you're you're a science guy you're like me you're evidence-based like yeah. you know we don't do woo no. Like, you know, and, um, yeah, and so we go back, you know, I even remember when I sold you your first car. <laughs> yeah, remember the fucking the Gemini, Gemini Coupe, man. <laughs> the TG, yeah, I love that yeah. thing. Because oh, wasn't, that, wasn't that uh, your, who, was your cousins or some, something? Nah, well, actually, I originally bought that for, my, for a girl I was going out with at the time. Okay. Because um, that's what she liked. And then she oh. ends up upgrading her car, so I kind of grabbed that, and I was halfway through a resto. Yeah. I think it was like in grey primer, wasn't it? When I it was, yeah, it was in grey primer, and then we sprayed it up, nice blue. Yeah. You had, had like the... rims on it though already. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had you all had. the skins out of it and shit. Yeah. And actually, funny story, man. I hadn't seen one for years, and I was at a petrol station a while ago, and a dude rocked up in one, and fucking hell, man. The sound of him opening the door, <laughs> popping the petrol back. latch, man, it was taking me straight back. And I went over to him and I said, fuck, dude, like, you know, good on you for still driving one around. So, yeah, so, but, but we've known each other for a, for a long time, man. And, um, but yeah, so I'm interested actually at the moment because, you know, um, two things I want to ask you about, um, mainly A, playing dad and the black dog because Oof. we've known each other for such a long time. And I know, man, you had... A lot of years, man, where I kind of felt like I was nursing you through, like yeah. just about every day, and I just all I kept saying was just keep going forward, keep going forward, and and you know, and look, you know, you had a few uh, interesting relationships, we'll say that, <laughs> and uh, yes, and then indeed. you finally found someone, man, and you got a little boy now, and two, uh, two little oh, two, boys. yeah, sorry, two, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, six month old, and and uh, yep. Tyson is turning three actually on Friday, um, yeah. so three years. Since, so how's uh, that been playing dad man oh it's excellent like i love it it's amazing yeah. there's obviously really really hard times um yeah. but like right from the start me my wife and i we've said look sundays are family days no matter what sundays had always been i guess religious days for some people and um yep. you know they meet up and it's a sense of community so we, we didn't actually you know say that from the outset but we said let's make sundays family days and that's no a matter really what, good idea man yeah so i can i mean i think there's been maybe one possibly two weekends where i've had to work like i just had to yeah. get yeah. A, get a certain job done but pretty much from then on it's just been family days and they're yeah they're you know trying to find stuff to do and just always going out and doing something um Getting getting both kids out of the house is pretty hard though. We always sometimes have a squabble getting out the door oh, and yeah. kind of angry. But then when we're out doing stuff, it's great. Like, yeah. and that's what I love about my wife as well. She can let things like we both let things just slide off. Yeah. So we can have an argument, but we just let it go. 
just without yeah, even okay. kind of saying it, it just slides off and then the next you know 10 15 minutes down the track we're good and we're laughing and, and joking around yeah, so, yeah yeah and i think people shouldn't confuse that for resolution because i know if you do have something you do resolve it but what you're saying there is you just let the, the small shit the small shit slide yeah, yeah. And it, but it and is it's funny... it's definitely hard. It really is hard. Um, oh, yeah. We... Oh, look, at the yeah. start, man, I tell people that have kids, all the work's in the first few years, really. Yep. Once they start going to school, it gets a bit easier. Yep. And then basically the older they get, the easier it kind of gets. And it's rewarding in a different way. And we're trying to do it in a tiny two-bedroom unit. In yeah. The, like it's, it's the amount of space is literally – it's – like yeah. we're walking over each other. There's no room. We ki- I kick my foot all the time, stub my toe. There's just <laughs> it's impossible. And you know, we're, I'm a painter. I run a painting company. How, like to try and store all the gear at home and all the kids' yeah. stuff and her stuff. Uh, it's yeah, it's challenging. Well, here's one thing I learned about hard man. One thing I've really learned in life, especially in the last couple of years since you know I had a couple yeah. of stents in and that. One thing I learned right is that the comfort zone is where dreams go to die. Yeah. Hard, even though we don't like it, right? It's fucking actually what's good for us. Yeah, and I think there's kind of like, it's almost like it's kind of part of our, you know, programming or psyche, whatever you want to call it. Because, you know, I just listened to a good podcast recently with Lex and the lady that used to run IBM. And she was basically saying, when everything was smooth sailing at IBM, they never used to grow and develop. Mm. It was only when shit got hard. And, you know, they were forced under pressure to do things. That's when the growth occurred. Yeah, I get, yeah, right. That's where, yeah. And I think, and I think that's what I, I, you know, hard is, it's hard while you're doing it, but trust me, it's the best thing for humans because in otherwise you're inherent, you know, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about humans. We're inherently lazy. And we think that, we think that like, you know, easy is good for us, but it's actually not. It's not what challenges you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely like everyone says. It's it's kind of yeah. cliche to say, you know, it's the best thing that ever happens to you having kids. But it is. It, yeah. I don't know whether it's just the juxtaposition from going from one life to another because it is a total change. Like it's a total yeah. different life. Yeah. Like you, the it's things you can do, the things you can't do. It's just it is hard to explain. Um, I tell people right, it's like trying to explain the taste of chocolate to someone who's never tasted chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, you just is. can't. You just can't explain it. But the, the the innocence in their voice, like the innocence, and when they're like, you know, like even when he's sick, like there's been so many times when he's sick. But the way that he looks at you, the way that he cries out for you, yeah. it's like yeah. you're the most important thing that he. Well, you know, where I reckon it is too, man. Great. For me, because like as you know, my childhood was pretty fucked, right? Um, and what I reckon having kids is, it's almost like a chance for redemption. Because mm. it's almost like, okay, you can't fix the shit that happened to you, mm. but you can, you can now got the opportunity to make sure that doesn't happen to someone else. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and how's the black dog going these days? You sort of. It's still there. It's always that. there, yeah. but it's definitely, yeah. um, I'm definitely coping with it. Like, like everyone, everyone in... copes with it, I guess, well, finds a way to cope with it, but. Well, um, no, not everyone. Yeah, true. Heaps, not everyone. heaps of people tap out, man. <laughs> they do. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, it's, you know. Do you find being a parent's helped? It it has helped, but it's also, like, I hardly get anyone calling me to just have a chat. You lose a yeah. lot of connections, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
yeah. because you're living like a different life. Like it's unless they have kids, you can kind of catch up with them. But now we've got a, a, a six month old and it's back into like hardly been able to go anywhere because of nap times and, and all that. So we're basically, yeah, it's, it's hard. Well, that's to why I try and keep like, connected. You know, if more than a couple of months goes by, I always call you or call, but you know, yeah. I, that's part of the reason why, because I always try and make sure that you got to stay in touch and that's yeah. uh, and that kind of helps with the black dog really you know staying connected yeah, yeah. um and but, what about meds are you are you doing anything for that or i'm still on my add medication yeah. but Dexies. i don't yeah i don't like i i totally quit drinking like i, I really oh, i don't drink I, I literally did not just don't drink i might have one yeah. or two beers if i'm with family like for christmas yeah. um but i just don't drink anymore which is strange i reckon alcohol <laughs> nah alcohol is the worst thing for the black dog man yeah that's why my as you know my choice of drug was always weed yeah because i actually yep. found that was like i tell people it's my dexy you know and like yep as you know man i was fucking using that shit long before it was popular and you know i hate yeah. that you know people were telling me oh you know you're gonna fucking turn into a zombie and kill your family and i realized <laughs> a long time ago like i went and talk talk to my doctor about it man he goes that's all bullshit yeah. basically and 30 years ago he said to me look it's going to take a world you know a while to catch up but yeah it's not what people you know say it is and you've got to kind of find you know what's right, right what's right for you i'll tell you one thing i am excited about and i don't know if you've been down this rabbit hole but i'm sure you listen to a lot of the similar podcasts that i do so i'm sure you've heard it come up like all this new research into psychedelics yeah. yeah yeah what do you think about all that well, I, again, obviously had a pretty interesting past and dabbled in my younger years with all that. But um, I never really got to – I never took acid or anything hard like that. I've had magic mushrooms before when I was younger. Yeah. And But I never got that full-on trip, trippy experience. I, I don't yeah. know whether I had enough or – but Dosage. Yeah, I'd and say. I think I was a little bit scared to go crazy Ooh, with yeah. it. But I have definitely, yeah, I, I, I mean, when you're on it, it's the greatest feeling. Like you just, you have euphoria. Um, but And then, you know, you get a slight wobble in the trees, you know, like emerging in, in images. Yeah. But I never got that crazy otherworldly yeah, experience. And yeah. So mushrooms, so it was probably psilocybin. Psilocybin, yeah. Um, yeah, well, there's a few interesting things there. Um, I think part of it, because first time I tried them too, right, I was young. Right. And I actually reckon like, a lot of it comes down to where you're at in life, even your mental state. Like, that's basically what a bad trip is, right? Yeah. If you go in there and you're not in a good place already, it's just going to expose that shit fucking yep. way worse for what it is. And I think it's kind of a bit, like, lost on the young, if that makes sense. And that's why yeah. these new studies, so... Well, they um, haven't experienced it, enough, really. They haven't got to, a, you know, they haven't... They're kind of at their initial stages in life these younger yeah. people you know they're so that so what are they really what are they trying to uh look back on and gather from it yeah because they haven't point. lived much experience really they don't have the experience mm. yeah and so i um i don't know if i haven't actually told this you this yet but i think i did mention it in one of the pods so i had a chance to like try it again about a year or so ago right and um oh, yeah hell man i don't even know where to start i find it Oh, I love into well, this, bro. So oh, I knew you were gonna well, fucking call me out on it. Look, <laughs> campfire situation. Um, uh, oh, oh, this makes this makes sense. Yeah, because of what yeah, you went well, through. So what happened was, look. Well, I'm happy to talk about. It. So, 
um, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I, so I separated from my wife basically last year for about nine months, and we just I won't go into all that, but just normal relationship stuff. Yeah. But that combined with the black dog, and then when you get two stents in your heart, man, you like fucking nearly die. Like it changes everything, you know. And then, oh, yeah. so I had the opportunity, and like basic, basically, been listening to Joe and like, and all this, and then I started thinking back to like when I was younger. I was like, oh yeah, it was kind of like overwhelming sense of love, overwhelming sense that everything's connected, and um, mm-hmm. and so I, by ch- it was actually by chance I had a chance to try, and I man, I mean like even I'm so, kind of so, a bit sorry, reluctant. Was it, it was mushrooms that you tried? Tried well, or? I I try I did both right so psilocybin and DMT and oh bro yeah, dude it, this DMT it was scares the hell out of me fucking wild man and <laughs> I'm a bit reluctant to talk about it right only because okay. like you still don't know what it is yet yeah exactly yeah, and there's yeah. and this is how I say to people so I there's like I find like there's no there's not really adequate words in our vocabulary right to describe right. it. And it's really weird because obviously, like, uh, so I, the other thing is going back to it. I made sure this time, right, that I was in the right frame of mind, and also the setting. I realised doing a lot of research that the setting makes a huge difference. You know, so yeah. I did like dark rooms. So, so what was music. it with with people? Like, yeah, obviously yeah, with mates. Yeah, with a person that I met actually just by chance. Um, right. which I won't go into. Um, but right, yeah. yeah, but okay. I met somebody by chance and. This guy's actually like a sitter. Right. 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 So this is kind of what he does. Like he takes people through it. And I, man, we talked like, so I went and hung out with this dude three or four or five times and had a lot of conversations about it before we decided to like yeah. dip in, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and interestingly enough, what you said about you weren't really kind of, you never had the full trippy thing. I'd say that's a couple of things, dose, but also frame of mind. And you know, he says like a lot of things because he warned me about DMT and he was like, look, man, this is serious shit you don't want to fuck with. And he was like, a lot of problem, a lot of people actually have problems kind of what he calls breaking through, you know, because, and, and really, what is that? That is, it's just resistance. And yeah. it's just like, you kind of got to let go. And I actually think that's actually something that I've been pretty good at in my life, you know, like um, the whole like just letting go feeling yeah, and yeah. I kind of realized through my research too right like you know a lot of people say oh yeah I tried smoking weed and it fucking made me paranoid right no what I think it is is it's not giving you paranoia right what it's doing is it's um it's lifting down the curtain that normally covers that paranoia so that paranoia is actually always there but you just kind of learn to manage it through like everyday life yeah. and i think so what made, happens it's like is concentrating it it's, it's kind of just pulling it down and exposing, it's, it's exposing it. it and you know because one thing you, you know i really kind of realized when i was in there so to speak is how much ego fucks us up no oh. like in the past man i've been pretty bad for that <laughs> i'll be the first person to put my hand up and say i was pretty much ego driven and then when you start stripping that away you kind of start realizing how much stuff you do and what it does is too it kind of shows you like how constantly distracted you really are yeah and wow. in terms of like mental health man it's fucking incredible it's like a reset button like wow. i've tried meds and all the other stuff and i think what it is is like you know because no one really kind of knows but we're starting to do a lot of research and you've probably seen some of the stuff i have 
and they're getting into the neuroplasticity side of it, you know, and I think, yeah. you know, I've always said that everything that goes on in your head is either like a chemical or electrical reaction. Right. And I think what it's doing is it's kind of giving you like a reset. It's like a computer, man. You know, sometimes like your phone doesn't work or your computer doesn't work, right? So you turn, turn it off and you turn it back yeah. on again and it fucking works. But so, I think it's kind of like that. But even like the months following, do, oh. does it still have a lasting effect? Oh, yeah. But is oh, it yeah. only – but you know how well, like the day-to-day life takes over and then all of a sudden – But so do you have to then focus back on that experience to kind of get the – yeah, do you know what I mean? And you're onto it because yeah. I think, and I think, look, it's different for everybody, and I think this is why some people are probably better off microdosing, just taking small amounts all the time. Yeah. But I think people like me, like I kind of need like a good trip, maybe like once or twice a year. Yeah. The other thing is, I think some people just could have one trip because I tell you what got my attention. Right. You probably heard this pod. So Joe had a guy on, can't remember his name, but. He basically just did a whole pod talking about this. Now, he was a guy who'd never tried any psychedelics, no drugs, nothing. And he, he got like a whole heap of people for what he called a single dose experiment. So these people, like, you, you never tried anything in your life. Mm-hmm. Three and a half thousand people in there. They give them a single dose. Now, 90% of those people come out saying two things, right? <laughs> One, that it was realer than real. And two, that it was the single most deepest religious experience of their life. Yeah. That's actually what got my attention, right? Because I was like, now that doesn't necessarily prove anything, but you and I know when something's 90%, right, you've got to fucking pay attention to that because you just don't get those numbers even from placebos, right, which is a yeah. whole other fucking right. thing. So I started thinking about it, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, like I remember sort of trying that back in the day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, you know, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm cursed with curiosity. So... I wanted to see for myself, you know, and uh, and and I, I would back up that you know what those people say. It's um, so is the way they say religious experience is that because there's they don't really have anything else to kind of yeah. Well, you know what I think uh, it is, explain, right? Explain. I actually think this is how religion actually started. Yeah, right? the stoned ape theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you've probably been following like so they've found like. Uh, Smoke the acacia tree or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, this because I've often wondered, right? Like you know, even, even let's go with Moses, right? Burning bush mm-hmm. in the desert. Oh, you know, he talked to God, and I'm like, well, in a science way, what does that actually fucking really look like, right? And then you break, you start <laughs> realizing balls. they were tripping balls, man. And like yeah. that guy's wrote a whole book about it. I can't remember what's called, uh, Chariots of the Gods or something like that. Oh, Graham Hancock. Yeah, and they've written whole books on it. Yeah. So you know, and I think what happened back then is. I think that, you know, because people confuse religion with God, and I think that's a part of it, because normally right. you just you, you put the two together. Well, I don't think the two go together, man, and the way I'm going to describe it is like I definitely think there is some kind of God, right? But I I think I, I view religions as like clubs. Yeah. It's yeah. like clubs for God. And look, because, you know, but the, the funny thing is about them, when you start going down that rabbit hole, most of those ancient religions all have the same kind of similar, you know, beliefs when you break, you know, yeah. And basically treat everyone as you want to be treated. Everything's connected. Um, And, you know, if you go back to like even ancient Indians, like they'll talk about, you know, the third eye, which is your pineal gland or however you say it. And they, they say, this is the way, you know, this is the way to God. So I think what happened was people were, taken psychedelics back then and realizing this is the way to actually properly connect and and i just last thing i'll say just on that is so 
this is the way I could describe like what happens when you're in there, right? Because people have said to me, "Oh, it's real than real." What the fuck do you mean? I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, "It's yeah. like you know, there's like certain amount of light frequencies, right? Okay. It's been proven we only see 0.3 of one percent right. of all the light frequencies, right? So uh, it's I, like, like you can't see infrared, you can't see ultraviolet, or that kind of dog stuff. whistles, right? Yeah. You blow a dog whistle, we can't hear it, but the dogs can hear it. So I think what is, yeah. I th- I do be- firmly believe now that there's a whole lot of other stuff going on and people will say other dimensions or I don't, I don't think that's a good word. I don't think that's a good way to describe it. But, you know, people will say, so I think there's a lot of stuff going on basically that we just don't see mm-hmm. from day to day. And I think just the way our brains have been either made or programmed or whatever, we just kind of are meant, you know, to block. And look, it's not for everybody, that's for sure. And I think we might, you know, mean to block it out um, because a lot of it, it's fucking heavy, man. And a lot of people actually, I think, probably wouldn't handle it. And that's what a bad trip is. I so, think, when, um, so when you had the DMT <laughs> and you're in this room, Dude, does yeah. it, oh, like I know it, I've heard that it hits hard and all that, but are you like, does it make you sit back, close your eyes experience? Or is it yeah. you're still looking with open well, eyes and it's kind of like a, an augmentation over the top? Yeah, it's like, so the psilocybin was more like uh, you just a kind of feeling, awake yeah. and it was like a good feeling. But what you said about the blurred lines, now I don't know how many grams you had, but I had five oh, grams okay. and it was a reasonable dose and it was sort of like, there's actually a few, if you go on YouTube, actually I'll send you a link after this. There's a few videos that a guy's made. Um, actually, I could probably get it up now while we're talking. There's a couple of videos that oh. a guy's made of kind of like what it looks like. Um, and it's okay. sort of like what you were saying about the trees sort of moving blurred lines, but that one, like you could pretty much, uh, probably kind of walk around. Um, yes. whereas like yeah. with the DMT, the other thing is, and I remind me to comment on familiar flavors. Um, but with the DMT, I was like, I was like, I just want to sit down. I want to be in a, in a closed room kind of thing with, you know, maybe some music and a sitter just in case shit goes wrong. So you're closing your eyes? So you close your eyes, but when you open your eyes, right, it's exactly what you said. It's like something overlaid, like over what you see. But the DMT is fucking intense, man. (laughs) It's like being fucking shot out of a cannon and it's about 15 minutes probably, like it's all over. And like I'll probably... I'll talk to you off air maybe about the things that I saw in there. And the only reason like I'm not reluctant to talk about it on here is because people just think I'm a fucking loony, you know, and it's, um, but it's hard to describe. And it is, it's so hard. There's no words in our vocabulary really that kind of adequately describe it. Now, two things real quick. So that guy on YouTube, it's called Loka, L-O-K-A. That's the channel. And if you go on there, he's made some videos and look, the video is not exactly the same, right? Because obviously, so he's done one psychedelic peak visuals, high dose shrooms trip. High dose And the visuals are actually pretty good, right? But the thing is, there's a feeling that goes with it that you can't capture on videos. Mm-hmm. And when you said, you said something to me before that made me realize, um, so what I call familiar flavors. So what happened was um, when I was in there, I can only describe it as by saying like, there was a few things of like, you know, like uh, when you, you might, you know, that old thing, how you like, if you hear something, you you know, from your past, you'll taste your grandmother's jam or, 
you know, when you, you, you get, know. You get transported back to. Yeah, you get transported back. It's kind of like that, right? And I, me- I remember right. realizing like, oh, I've tasted this before. Like I've had a few wow. things in my life. And now one of those things. It's like inter- deja vu. But... Yeah, it's like a familiar feeling. I was like, oh, I've kind of tasted this before. And there was a few things. Now, the main one that actually mainly stuck out, and interestingly enough, was music. Because okay. music, when I'm listening to music, man, it like I tell people, right, this is a lie, but it's true. I trip on music. Yeah. Music does something to me, man, that's fucking pretty intense. And it's like... Well, it definitely can change your f- uh, emotions, that's for sure. Yeah, straight away, man. And it can feelings. make you cry. It can make you happy. Linked. Yeah, maybe And I think there's some memory. kind of... Yeah, there's some kind of link there because uh, particularly like... The psilocybin, man, if you put music on while it's on, oh, it's way it's better. It's way yeah. more enjoyable. And it's like, you know, when you smoke weed, man, food tastes better. Jokes are more funny, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's And I sort of realized, oh, there's a few things like that happen normally every day, day to day. Now, the other thing is I think some people are kind of more tuned into this naturally than others. Mate, and like oh, I say, right. Man, I think you're right. It does, I'm, like, I'm, every I'm, drug kind of perturbs reality. Yeah. But is like, yeah, wow. That's and I tell people, right, I'm one fucked up individual, right? And like most people don't know the half of it, right? But I just hide it well and I manage it well. Right. And like I tell people, right, sometimes I feel like I live halfway between here and wherever there is. <laughs> right? And like me and Corbett have got a joke, right? We say we're not psychic. Now, we actually mean that we think we might be, but we but we don't want to admit it. And like little weird shit happens. Like, you know, we know down to the day when each other's going to call. And like he's had, and we thought, oh, it's only because it's regular intervals, right? Oh, it's every six weeks. So then I started mapping it. No, it's not regular intervals, you know. And little things like he's got other things, which I won't speak on his behalf, but I'll give you an example. Another mate of mine, I was talking to him about this. We're going down the rabbit hole and he was like, oh, he goes, I've got this thing, right? I've never told anybody. He gets like a packet of gummy bears, right? And he can put his hand in there. And he used to use it at parties for a party trick, right? And he he put his hand in there and he'll pick one out and he'll and without looking at it, he'll say, It's yellow. No right? way. And then he'll pick an and he can go through the whole pack, man, without looking at it. That, and I said to trick. him, he, it has to be a trick. I said that, There's right? Be there. Well, here's the thing, man. And this is why I like <laughs> talking to you, right? Because you want the fucking sign. I said truth, to him, mate. how do you do it, right? And he goes, I don't know. Oh, he's a, that's the perfect magician. No, no, no. And I, be, I know I believe him, right? And I believe him. And I, and here's the thing, right? Here's why I believe him. Cause there's so much stuff going on that we just don't have any explanation for. And now I'm generally, as you know, right? I don't do psychics, right? Like I reckon they're all bullshit. But yeah. when you get some psychic, right? Goes to the cops and says, it was Mr. Green in the library with the candlestick and the fucking bodies buried here. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, I don't think that that happens. Like, I, they still, well, th- even eyewitness testimony is, like, fraught with danger. What we think we see, you know what I mean? Like, even that won't hold up in court nowadays. And we've, we, we're standing in front of a crime that happens. They still won't take because uh, we get it all fucked up. It doesn't happen often, right? But, yeah. it, like, it does happen. And this is, like, you're talking, like, maybe less get, than 1% of all the cases. Yeah. But if you go down that rabbit hole... There's a bunch of stuff there that you can't kind of explain that sort of made me think like, Weird shit. like what else is going on, you know? And um, 
that would probably like lead us into like UAPs, right? Because um, I'm really interested to get your thoughts on them. And what I want to do is tell people like a little bit of a backstory. First yeah, let's and then I'll go. Let it go. So, yep. a long time ago, right, when you and I were working on a job, we actually had a bit of an argument, right? It's the only argument we've ever had. And basically, we're talking about conspiracy theories, and you said they're all bullshit, right? And I yeah. was like, they're not all bullshit. Some of them are right. And I basically, I don't know if you remember, right, but I said to you, like, so when I was, I didn't fully explain this to you then, but I will now. So when I was about 10 or 11 years old, right, I saw, this is all I'll say, I saw, I saw objects move around in a manner that science can't really explain, right? And I said that to you, and you basically just said, well, no, there was a reasonable explanation for what happened. It's just that you don't know what that is. And yeah. you didn't really see what you thought you see because nothing could physically move around like that. And honestly, man, because I respect your opinion so much, it completely fucking changed my view on that. And I went away approaching it a completely different way, trying to disprove it and thinking, but here's the thing, man, like I saw it, it was fucking real, right? As real as right. real could be, right? And then, uh, and I basically just spent 20 years just thinking, you know what, Pat's right, something happened and blah, blah, blah. And then fucking UAPs start fucking showing up on the TV. (laughs) And I'm like, holy fuck, man. And like now, as you said, the shit's everywhere. That's the crazy thing, right? I have had that thought. Like I have had that understanding is surely there's a way to explain it. We don't know what it is we the, hence why it says yeah. un, you know unidentified there has to be something that we just don't understand but but yeah now with all these it's sparked something in me that makes me go well hang on am i wrong maybe yeah but yeah. again we still don't know what they are hence why it's hard to hold yourself back from yeah thinking and it's possible like, scenarios obviously you listen to the eric weinstein podcast on yeah, Rogan. Mate. what'd yeah, you think of smartest, all that he's the freaking in, like he's so smart like he's yeah. top level top top, top level and he does like he goes off on tangents but man that guy's smart and if he's yeah if he's thinking that there's something there then you have to respect that and you have yeah. to go okay I, w- I want him to delve further into it, but uh, yeah. again, so we still don't know what they are. So yeah, and so I think is- he was even making that he was kind of making that claim as well. Like it could be some some intelligence we don't know. So it you've obviously be... you've obviously given it some thought, but like, have you got oh, any fuck. theories? Like, what do you reckon's massive... going on? I still don't know. Yeah. I still don't know. Like, I've gone. I even went down. I've even watched the debunking videos on it just to see. Yeah. I think that Mick West did one. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? I've I even could. gone and I've looked at it from both angles, but there is stuff that he can't debunk. So it's like, I don't know. That's why I like you so much, man, because you kind of, in a way, taught me that, like, in like I was kind of sort of already onto it. And when I say we're going back to, like, early 2000s, 2010, you were actually the person that introduced me to podcasts. And I realized then, right, the best way of finding out if something's real or not is looking at both sides of the argument, yep. looking at yep. the proof for it and then looking at the debunkers. Because a lot of people, man, don't do that. They just go find 
the information that fucking suits their argument. And yeah, you kind of taught me in a way that like, this is how you fucking break shit down, you know? And I keep flipping and flopping like. I'm exactly the same. And how how bad, well, not bad, but like how crazy is the media of uh, podcasts and YouTube now? Because a good, well-directed video will get you believing, man. Like it'll. Oh, yeah. And like, I actually want to come back to that. Um, I've got it in my notes to talk to you about podcasts and and the information, but we'll stay on UAP. So if you got, look, you got to, have you got a theory? What do you think? What do you think is most likely? I'm still undetermined. Most likely, yeah. there's something going on, most likely. Yeah. There, there, I mean, but ball lightning, bro. Do you know how crazy ball lightning is? Like, yeah. if you saw ball lightning, if you were just walking down the street and you saw it, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's a, yeah. that's a glowing orb moving yeah. crazy yeah. speeds. Like, until we've studied that, yeah. that would be, you would have to go, what the f- That's an alien, cra- or that's something unexplainable and that's what i think it is now yeah so because weinstein kind of basically says the same kind of things and what he says and like a lot of times when i'm listening to people talk on both sides right i'm realizing that they're making big assumptions because they don't have access to the data and that's the problem we don't have access to the data so like what do you think it's real what he's saying that other people in higher places like government kind of secret whatever government yeah. uh, actually coming to him saying we've got yeah. i think that that shit's legit man and um well because you know it was him and sam harris right that they contacted yeah. dude yeah. just before we started recording this podcast today lex dropped a podcast with guess who sam oh, harris really i'm fucking yeah, into that four hours man i'm fucking so i skipped oh, yeah. straight to the uap thing and he confirmed the same thing right and he said basically really? they contacted me and they said look we're going to put you in a Zoom meeting with people that will be able to prove it to you, right? But they, but basically, he said it never happened. And he yeah, said three yeah. times, like they were like, "Yep, yeah, it's coming, it's coming," and then it keeps like getting changed. And like, that's what Weinstein's saying as well. He's getting that's a bit sick bullshit. of, yeah. you know, it's the yeah. cock blocking. And they, and then you get because like I got a few theories, and we'll go into them in a sec. But um, yeah. let's see what you think of them. But so like you know, Jeremy Corbell, obviously, and you know George Knapp, yep. they kind of become the gatekeepers now. I've actually stopped following Jeremy Corbell, which yeah, is Yeah, I don't think he's sincere. No, well, the problem is, like, dude, fucking show us or shut the fuck yeah, up, right? Yeah. Like, he just, he's yeah. just going on with the same shit as nauseam, yeah. as nauseam, right? And actually... And pulling money out of whatever he's doing, it seems. Yeah, the way. and I was like, if you've got evidence, let's fucking see it, let's hear it. So I'm like you, right? Like, I, I want to, like, I want some real fucking shit. So I'm going to tell you two things that I've discovered in all my fucking research. That's real shit, right? Right. So Gary Nolan, I'm not sure if you know who he is, but he's a no. he's a top-level scientist, right? And he's been on Rogan recently in another podcast. Now, he's, 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 like, exactly like you and me, right? He kind of thinks something's going on, but he wants proof. So what happened was recently... Um, there was a bunch of people, like I think they were maybe at a barbecue or something, they observed the UAP and kind of something they said, something fell off it, like sparks or some sort of like, looked like dropping molten metal kind of thing, right? So they ran over or they got in their cars and they went to where it was and they found these pools of like molten metal kind of on the ground. Interestingly enough, right, two of those guys in that group were cops, right? But because we can't believe the fucking government for anything, they said, let's take this 
shit straight to Gary Nolan because we know what happens if the fucking government finds it right. What do they do, Pat? They cover it yeah, all they lo- up. Under lock and key, yeah. La, la, classified, la, la, classified. Yeah, you can't see. So they, so Nolan got these samples, right? And this is all legit. You can look it all up. It's all legit. So he, he analysed this metal in his... And the interesting thing that happened was, so he said the first sample that he took, it was just straight up magnesium, right? Right. And came up on his instrument that he uses. I won't use those words because I get all that shit wrong. I'll just make shit up. You know, he came up on his spectrometer one one six. He said straight up magnesium, but he right. said then as he started taking samples from the rest of the pile, the molten metal, so to speak, he realised that. So he described it as like you know when you get like chocolate, strawberry, ice cream swirl. Yeah. So like this, the strawberry and the chocolate's like being swirled Mixed in there, yeah. but it's not completely blended. And he started realizing, like, oh, there's parts of this, right, where the magnesium, he basically described it as saying that it had been changed at a atomic level. So at so, a molecular base level, it had been changed into something else which kind of had magnesium properties, but it wasn't really magnesium. Now, he's got another right. one of these because he said another he's got to go collect it but he said a dude rang him up and said mate i've got one of these it's fucking sitting in the middle of my driveway can you come get it so that shit's legit right now that's doesn't really tell us much now the other thing is that's legit that's also that's like front end uh science like if you found a new friggin element yeah that's like well you know element was it 115 no, oh, that Bob Lazar element thing, yeah. So we'll go yeah. back to that. But anyway, so but yeah, the other wow. second bit of evidence that I'm gonna that I know for sure is 100% real. So you probably heard like in UFO folklore when they started mm. dropping nukes, that's when apparently they started showing up. Mm. And there's two cases um, from old files in the 50s which have now been released, one from Russia and one from West Germany, where you've got three, four hundred people, right, all witness this craft come down. Now, the Russian one didn't land. It hovered over the base, right? But it turned all the fucking computers on. It armed all the missiles and it put all the fucking codes into the machine. Now, still I'm sceptical, right? Because just because people say it doesn't mean it fucking happened, yeah. right? But when you've got 350 people, including high-ranking Russian generals, reporting on this shit, you've got to pay some kind of attention to it. Now, the West Germany one is the really interesting one, right? Because... That one landed, and they sent a few of these guys to approach the craft, right? Basically, once they got within a short distance of the craft, they, they basically dropped dead. And they basically put it down to, like, some kind of massive brain trauma, right? Now, interestingly enough, there was a what guy... Were their assholes like it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> they got probed and fucking died. Yeah. But there was a guy on um, Tucker Carlson, right, who I think is a bit of a nut job, but anyway. <laughs> but the, he, he had a guest on, right? Yeah. Um, recently and this guy said now this guy i can't remember his name but you can look this up so he is a current serving professor at stanford university i'm pretty sure it is and he said that about i think it was about 10 years ago he was approached by a um, lawyer who was running a civil case for dead american soldiers who had been killed by uavs right and then the the uh, the families had tried to file for you know, the proper pensions that you get if you're, you know, killed active in duty, service, yeah. right? right. Yeah. And the government said, no, it wasn't active duty, so we're not paying out. So anyway, oh. there's a 100 families, man. 
So they go to this lawyer and they go, we've got to do a civil case, right? So the lawyer goes and finds the best fucking neuroscientist guy in the, in the country, and that happens to be this guy from Stanford. And he said, I can't believe this shit's not on the fucking news. But he said, I'm working on a case as an expert witness for these families as a civil case against the American military. A hundred dead soldiers, man, that have basically approached or been approached from these craft and something about the way they operate and the energy, it's like, yeah, it's fucking them up. And so, like, so, and then the, uh, and so America's just, you know, obviously they come back to the families and say, sorry, your son or daughter's been killed over in wherever. Yeah. yeah. But they just, they, and they're, they're kind of saying, well, how? And they say, we can't tell you. Yeah, pretty That's much. And then the families nuts. start digging. And like, they're too, well, I've just told you about Gary Nolan and Moulton. But that makes me believe, right? Something's Someone's fucking definitely going on, right? Like, and I'm going to, my skeptical brain always goes to like, and I've actually said this right from the start, even when all you cunts used to fucking laugh at me, right? I said right from the start, military tech. Yeah. Just military tech. But as time goes on, it does make me wonder, right? Because, and what makes me wonder is that um, it seems to be happening to all governments and they all seem to be, you know, concerned Plus. about it. Plus, an interesting thing is if there is something that is beyond what we have in, the, like, generally when te technology moves, it has like this linear fashion, and yeah. it kind of anything that the government has in regards to weapons and stuff, there's remnants of that tech yeah. in society, like drone tech. You know, the military yeah. had drones years and years and years ago, but yeah. exactly, it felt like there's because mostly it's people working on that tech and you know yeah. it's going to spill over into the general well you know, i think what's happening commercial, is commercial side of things it is starting to spill out and maybe people like bob lazar and people coming out because what's happened too i think is the pentagon real realized this is above them this yeah, is but... above their pay grade like shit's going on in their airspace that they can't explain but here's the thing pat two things right so Let's say this technology exists, which I'm pretty convinced it does, right? What do we know about this sort of technology, right? doesn't matter what happens to humans, right? This kind of technology always finds its way into the hands of the rich and the powerful, right? Funny, isn't it? And then now what's the one thing that the rich and powerful always do to us, Pat? Fuck us. <laughs> lie. They lie. Yeah, they lie. So you can't fucking – and this is part of the problem, right, going forward. is like how are we actually going to be able to disseminate between and the other thing is like even deep fake man they could they oh, could make it fucking real as like real could be and how would we fucking know so that's a good segue into what is really fucking crazy is that that shit that they warned us about with ai now like it's it's not totally fucking insane nuts but it's getting there it is pretty yeah. fucking scary the shit that they have now with that yeah. chat g GPT or whatever it is that yep. chatbot. I me, yep. me and the wife the other day were sitting on the couch, and I just asked it asked it to because uh, I signed up, had a had a little go, write me a story about uh, a boy named Tyson and his hero's journey, and it just, and it literally wrote like four pages, mate, like of a children's novel. Yeah, it's crazy, and it was oh man, and it was like instant, literally instant. Well, here's the thing, like this is what I mean, like how we know, right? And like what I can't get past too, right, is like. There's been quite a few, um, like, say, alien sightings, right? By There's two famous ones, um, one at a school in Africa, 
So it comes down, lands in a school. The whole fucking school sees it. These dudes come out and say, you humans are fucking up the planet, right? You need to be more careful. Now, the other place it happened, man, you can look this up, is Australia. South Australia. Yeah, Australia. Yeah. I remember. Now, that. what the fuck is going on? When the whole school sees it, right? And now, was say, it, where was, it, that was like the 70s or the 60s? 70s yeah, yeah, it was yeah. early. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was actually maybe like even late 50s. Yeah, I remember it was a fair yeah, while okay. ago. So now, now, so, but, and here's the thing, like, what you've got to give them some weight. There's like no deep fake back then, right? Or <laughs> was there? Or now, deep fake question back for then. you, right, for that. So say you and me are standing on a hill, right? And we've got binoculars and we're watching this school, right? And we're watching the whole thing and we don't see anything, right? But everybody in that school says, oh, a spacecraft just came and landed. And you and I say, well, hang on. We were standing up on the hill. We didn't see shit. Now, because you and I didn't see it, does that mean it didn't happen? Well, I guess it's lived experience for the people down on the at the school and they all Bang. connected. Now... Going back to psychedelics, right? Mm. Did I really? Is it just hallucinations, yeah, or did if I? You take it, yeah, exactly. Did I really experience yeah, it? That's that's a good. Right? Now the answer I think to that is, mm. if it was real to you, it actually doesn't matter. It's still real. It's still real. But do you see the grey area? It's so yeah. hard, man. And the, here's the thing, right now, for I'll use this as an example too, right? If somebody gets legitimate footage of a Bigfoot, right, like it's a real Bigfoot, they get video, they put it up on YouTube, man, no, no one's going to pay any attention to it because it's no. so easy to fake. Now, yeah. going back to UAVs, right, when, when, I got a theory, right, and like I don't know if this is right or not, but a lot of my mates who are used to always laugh at me, they're all now ringing me up saying, dude, dude, what the fuck's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And here's what I've been saying to them, right, prepare for fake alien disclosure. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, all I know for sure, right, is that whatever they fucking tell us at the start, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. What do you think about all that? uh, Well, that's the thing now. Everyone, you cannot believe the government and the media nowadays. Like, it's just gone. It's gone, mate. They're so dishonest. And fake, it's so good now. Like, how do we know that they're not just, that these UAVs is not just deep fake shit? Well... So on a okay, so the little I understand and know about electronics, you know, obviously I've been dabbling in robotics for a little, little bit, yeah. well, over ten years now. But yeah. on a, on a, on basically it's on a chip level, just enough to get the computer power and all that. It's it has to go through a production phase. So it, you, you have to do that incrementally with advancements. So if they had yeah. those kind of uh, um, embedded technologies back 50 years ago, it, we would see it. That's what I mean. We would see. What if they just kept it to it. themselves? But... Well, the, how are they making it? Like how are they – like there's no big factory producing all these tiny yeah. nano-sized IC you know chips. Bob says to that. He says they don't there know is. how it works. Yeah, like it has to get made somewhere. Where are they making it? Well, That's what I can't understand. And who, yeah. who are the leading people in that field that they're getting to work there that don't that are outside of the yeah. general population? Well, that's I the mean, crazy look, that, that black ops, really. I mean, that's that's not hard to do. Like, it's easy to keep stuff secret. That's been proven. And Bob Lazar basically says that. So they've got these things. They kind of know how to turn them on and off, but they don't really know the principles of the actual 
science and the actual physics of like how they work you know and the interesting thing about Bob Lazar is he's never made money from it he's never changed his story and even back then right he basically told a few of his friends look if you go out to the fucking desert at this point at mm. six o'clock every night it's... you're going to see test flights and guess what they saw you it know is, and like yeah. he's a, it is a fascinating case oh, Bob Lazar, because I still am unsure whether I believe him or not it's that Same. kind of a story like it Same. is but that like, good of a story like i just i can't see and look this is not but proof it's, it's, fucking, like, it's a pretty crazy story well if you believe you know what the conspiracy theorists are kind of saying right they're basically saying this shit's been going on since the 50s like they've got crashed craft but they can't back engineer them that's the problem and it's interesting like that i think what's happening now too is that you know let's just say they, they, they just really kill everyone? do they just kill everyone that's involved so they don't talk about it yeah, there's that, there's that, man. And actually, like, you know, this is what yeah. makes me worry about Rogan, man, because I'm like, that dude is starting to step into places that are fucking highly dangerous. And look, let's just say, for example, right, these things aren't real, right? One thing I've realized is that this is above countries. This is some kind of yeah. global fucking, I know people will start dropping the word Illuminati, and I don't like that, but that's what people will go to. And I'll say, this is some kind of global power who knows if it about it? controlled by something. That, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's if, if it is. Now, here's the other thing. What if it isn't, right? What if it is just like, what if they've just always been here, but we just didn't have the measurement, the instruments to measure them, and that's now, the because our technology is getting so good, they're starting to pop up. That's what, that's the thing. Like, if they were to come out and give us HD quality video of these so-called well, they things. Well, they they've got them. Well, that's all it needs to. That's all we need, really. Yeah. But again, like you said, and what's that going to really tell us, man? What uh, is that really going to tell us? Like, even if, even if you see one, are you still like, and are look, you I might have, it now? Yeah. I might have seen one, but I can't tell you what it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, this is the whole thing. But man, we're Fuck, bro, this is fucking in my head. But oh it's... yeah, and you said to me the other day, man, fucking, I'm scared of the aliens now. <laughs> oh mate, I stayed up till like three in the morning watching all these videos, going. Oh. Fuck, maybe. Oh, fuck. But it, but that's what it is. It is. It's thought-provoking kind of shit. Yeah. This is how we figure it out, by doing yeah. this, talking yeah. about it. So, yeah, I've got some theories. But I think, well, here's the thing, right? It's actually pretty simple when you break it down. They're either real or they're not, right? So yeah. if they're not, that's easy. We can put that down to, like, just technology that we haven't discovered yet. Now, if they are real, it's either human-based or it's coming from somewhere else. So now, like the, drone, the theory yeah. is saying that, you know, they've probably been here and like one thing that does make me wonder about that is like if you start digging into like ancient sumerian texts even like and all the old school stuff there's pretty much like most religions will embrace the fact that aliens have like always been on earth and always kind of been present but just don't really interact with us and you know it's a bit like an ant farm you know you kind of they dance they know you're there but they don't really see you and i think that that's definitely a theory that's got merit, um, especially the way these things are coming and going. And um, like, you know, because the other thing is we, we, we're pretty good at picking up shit that's in the sky now, right? But the underwater is one place that we, and so if you, you were coming yeah, here, that's what where's the best saying, place huh? to hide, man? And that these things saying. that are coming in and out of the water. Now, actually, I went down another rabbit hole, man, when I started tracking a lot of these reports, right? And I was like sitting back just looking at it. And I was thinking, you know what it kind of looked like to me, man? It looked like fucking freight runs. Back and forth. Coming in at a certain point, going to a certain point, going back and forward like a train or a fucking truck would. 
Because then I, because I was like, if they're real, like, what are they doing? But isn't like, because that was the army. Are you talking about the army guy that was on road? Yeah. Who was because they Jared, always sh- uh, seem to show Brian up around. Craig. Yeah, so they show up around the training kind of military training areas. Yeah, and that and stuff out. makes me suspicious that it's just military tech. Yeah, well, they've got super crazy sensors. If you had crazy shit, right? Where would you test it? Well, yeah. On your own military. And the thing is, like, the Pentagon's now, like, you know, as they've brought in these new laws to, like, protect whistleblowers. But I've got news for the Pentagon, right? You didn't know about the Kennedy assassination, but the CIA did it anyway. You know what I mean? And there's been heaps of, like, black ops operations that go on behind their back. They just like to think they're in control. So we know that... Who who is in control of the black ops? That's the thing. How does somebody from the general... Like, obviously, people die, right? So the same people can't be in charge of this secret black ops whatever organization so eventually they have to bring people from the community into this secret yeah. black op- like who, who where are they like well, who this are they? Is what makes me think that it's something else mm. like beyond human and, and i flip flop man all the time i go yeah, back i'm like yeah they're real nards <laughs> i was they're like real. i was like people have trippers until the recent shit and it's now hard it's like it's, it's getting hard like it, and the funny thing is the conversation has almost like even though it's our conversation here it's almost already shifted from are they real to what are they we're kind of almost just like accepted that something's going yeah, but on i think that's because of the recent military footage they're the ones yeah. that released it so i mean if you're getting it from the pentagon saying we have this this is what we have we're not showing yeah. you everything but we'll release this set of videos so yeah. it's coming from them so now people like who have always said fuck off it's fucking dreamers and crazy people now they have to go okay well if it's coming from the pentagon because imagine if you can't like a lot of people already don't trust them yeah and this is what makes me suspicious like how are we going to know it's like deep fake thing and Mm. i'll never forget like when i first started going down the ufa rabbit hole when i was about like 15 16 right it was like fucking 80s man and I, i got this vhs tape that i ordered from some place in America and I had to wait like fucking two months for it to come and I couldn't tell you most of the stuff that was on there and a lot of it I could easily debunk right but I'll just never forget this there was a guy on there that was an ex-CIA operative and he just said this right he said imagine in your wildest dreams what technology you think they've got today right yeah and he said they had that 50 years ago and that really kind of made me realize like yeah they just i think what happens is whatever they got they're just not telling us and i'll use another example right like you've seen these like this little is what i mean about hardware trends. this is what i mean though about technology hardware where yeah filtering it, down it can't be 50 years more advanced it, it, it's it's like who's making the ic chips that are friggin you know based on whatever particle element like yeah. where the hell are they getting the production like, that, where's the fab house making those kind yeah. of hardwares? And that like, argument that you're mounting, which is a very good argument, leads straight to non-human. Yeah. Well, it because if to... it was human, I think you're right. We would have some kind of... Dribble. You know, there's a lot of people there's... saying, basically, that um, Lockheed, they've got one. and Because they're, they're the number one people... They're the, the army, world. they're the weapons, yeah. When it comes to, Top like, weapons. making, you know, weapons and stuff that flies. Mm. There's a lot of people saying they've got one and same thing, they can't back engineer it. Basically, they, they don't know what it is. And, yeah, it's very, um, man, I, I think. So 
I'm yeah, going to find out because okay. going back to Weinstein, right? So he said, and Sam Harris said the same thing. And then on Lex today, when Lex asked him about it, he basically said he lost interest like after they kept cock blocking him, you know. Yeah. He said he kind of just Run lost around. interest. Um, and, but, you know, I'm thinking some kind of disclosure is coming. Um, but, and, but I don't think, I think it's not going to be what people think. Like we always had the, the view, right, that disclosure was going to be this thing's going to come down and land at fucking the White House. And there, I don't think it's going to be like that at all. I think it's going to be more like a slow leaking of technology. True. And like I said, I keep coming back to the fact of like, how the fuck are we going to know what's real and what's not? It's going to be hard. It's because you're running parallel with this new AI and deep fake. You're, run, you're yeah. kind of running parallel lines with that plus yeah. the tech that's currently we know of. And what, yeah, well, there's a good point, man. And, like, you listen to someone say, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? He just poo-poos everything, right? But I'm thinking to myself, dude, you're just assuming that you've got access to all the data. Right? And that's one good thing that Eric Weinstein's about. And, like, in that podcast, I'd be interested to know, so what you think about this. So he kind of basically talks and he basically says, the theories of space and time as we know it, as linear, that's over. He goes, we, we know enough to know that there's more to it than, you know, what's going on and if you can because you got to remember originally uh so einstein said i think bent gravity waves um exist in theory but not in real life right man it took till 2012 before we actually measured it and saw it happen properly right so we know that shit now if you can uh, so we know it, it happens now if you can control that bend weinstein's basically saying that you know it's time for new theories right because these theories of if you can bend space and time right you can travel to anywhere in the universe in an instant now it seems kind of mind-blowing to us but going back to what you were saying before you know tech that used to blow our minds now like imagine even like when you and i first oh, met you're, you, like, you're, you're talking about the uh particle like the entanglement yeah string yeah. theory and imagine when you and i first met right if i told you that I could send you a picture through the air to a device in your hand. Yeah, like, we would have just nuts. fucking laughed, man. Yeah. Right? But now, that's shit. That's just Wi-Fi, right? I fucking this... still don't understand Wi-Fi. Like, how the <laughs> fuck? How, the, how does it work? I still don't so, understand that. Yeah, well, what do you think about Weinstein's theories of, like, because it would make sense, right? Like, how did they get here? Because, like, for example, if you ask a lot of people, they'll say aliens exist, but they've never been here because it's too far. Yeah. So what do yeah. you reckon about all that? Well, it's... Yeah, it's we are so far away from anything, like. But again, it's, it's light possible, years. It would. In, in it terms would of Weinstein's be, theories of like Weinstein's, it would have to. It's only possible if that is true. If you if you can bend space time, and you are arriving not by jet acceleration, and you know not by any kind of gas expenditure out of a something that's coming because it's just going to take too long like the only other thing is you're popping up and then that's crazy to think that because we're just yeah but you know you, like and that. you know science right and you know like higgs boson like dark matter all this kind of stuff right let's just fast forward the tech mm. that we've learned in the last 10 years right and let's say we're 200 years down the track do you think we will have it then I just, I don't see how, I don't see, if it's in flesh and blood form, I don't see how that's possible. But yeah. again, I don't know enough. Like, yeah. I don't know enough. It's I'm just too dumb. Oh, it's yeah, just, I'm, I'm too, yeah, I'm, and so like, if it is, 
the only thing is maybe it's a there's they're not they're not they're unmanned or they're just drones yeah and they are just arriving here and they're just but it's still it's friggin you've got that's a lot of matter that's just traveling at an instant we yeah, i well, just think we don't understand i yeah, yeah, if it I is true, right. we've got a lot to learn. And it spins me out because now I've got to try and teach that or try and get that in my son's head. Of yeah. The reality of things. Yeah, like, the possibility of reality. Well, one thing, like going back to the psychedelics, man, one thing I've realised is that reality is not what you think it is. That's for, that is, for sure. Oh, yeah. There's definitely like something else going on. I can't explain it. But, yeah, it's... not um, enough time to think about uh, it either. Like, it's, fuck. I like your scepticism, but because it keeps, that's what kind of keeps us sort of balanced. But, mm. you know, when you start looking at a lot of these theories, you kind of think, well, theoretically it's possible, right? But then it just blows our mind to like, we don't even know how to build something. But like Weinstein says, i got the theories now, I need an engineer to like come in and build yeah, it. And when you start what... getting, you know, the smartest people in the world saying these kinds of things and look at just how technology has accelerated and even like, so going back to deep fake, man, here's a thing that makes me wonder about that. So Neuralink, right? Well, you think you see an alien, right? No, they just fucking deep fake straight your, into your brain. Yeah, yeah. What if and they we just know how life, crazy right? vision is. Like, we know yes. that. Yeah. And, like, even if you saw it, then this is what I was going back to, like, you and me standing on the hill, right, blah, blah, And that's yeah. one thing, you know, when, when I seen, I said to you years ago, you've seen objects around, you're like, mate, your eyesight's not reliable. And you're it dead isn't. right. And just that, because you saw it doesn't mean it really happened. So that's why the sensor data is even better than eye witness yeah. or like video almost because yeah. s- sensor data is pretty much yeah it's a way better source than I I reckon. Than well, here's fish. the next question then, right? Segwaying. So the, the merge between AI and biology. Do you think that's got the possibility to give us access to the sensors and the data? that we need to be able to disseminate between all this. Well, that's where I think it has to go. Uh, that's the only way we're going to really figure it out is emerging with something that can understand it better. Yeah, because I think... Be a, yeah, a better brain. I think as well, I tell people, like, we're pretty advanced, right? But I reckon we're like monkeys banging two rocks together. Absolutely not. There's still so much that we just don't know that's but, what yeah, fucking so... impressed me with this chat gpt right it's just the instantaneous result yeah just and having what happens it when they get that shit down pat what happens when it's bought when it's your own thought that's happening instantaneous and you're spitting yes. it out like instantly yes. and <laughs> it gets to the point where you can't disseminate between ai and biology you know think about <sighs> that like surely these things have got to be possible what are your thoughts on We have to move. AI is out of control. Well, it's not out of control yet, but it's going to be out of control. Yeah, it's getting crazy. And there's no governance that can really stop it. Like that, you know how Elon back ten or no, it wasn't ten years ago, but it might be about ten years ago. There was all this talk about trying to stamp it down and how it could possibly get out of control. I think we're past now. I think because of the shit that we know. Again, like you were saying, what what ai does the military have versus what they're letting out in the public again the top people working on ai the computer science majors and all these technically advanced coders what are they doing in their side projects like yeah. you know, they might be working for a company and they're the leading guys writing the code for it what have they done with joe blogs and whoever or what about the chinese 
coders and the Russian hackers, they're the best in the world. Yeah. What are they doing for fucking AI? And they're not telling us. Mate, they're not going to, they'll be definitely not letting the general public know about that shit. So you think at some point in time, right, we have to become symbiotic, eh? I, th- I think so. Otherwise, it we cease to exist. I know that. It has to get to a point where something crazy happens. Maybe it's this war and a nuke well, and everything it, starts from scratch oh, again. Dude, I got another fucking <laughs> side theory for you, right? Go. Provoke Putin into dropping a nuke and then use the nuke as a way to fake disclose aliens. That's a th- that's a possibility. Yeah. Well, these things are supposed to be, you know, centered around nukes. And when apparently when we started letting nukes off, that's when they started getting worried. Yeah. But imagine, like, because obviously people don't realize too with nuclear, there's certain steps. And the first ones they dropped, man, they were just toys, right? Now we've got thermonuclear. And I'm wondering if, like, these things are maybe seeing humanity's process as we're stepping through and realizing like oh maybe the next step from thermonuclear is like being able to make objects fucking move around like these things are mm. what do you reckon mate i yeah i don't know that's crazy shit i'm scared of fucking what why are they just just talking about nukes as if oh you know they drop a couple of nukes like i thought that's like the end of the world if they drop like a few nukes but they, some of these people are talking like oh you know if russia lets go of a couple of nukes here or there we'll just do it's like that's absolute destruction in my mind like where's it stop or like can we live past a few nukes yeah there'll be places in the world that'll be fucked definitely yeah. there'll be places that you can't go for a long time but, but don't um, they have one... the most doesn't russia have the most yeah well here's the thing i just talked to corbett about this last night and he's like he's, well he's skeptical right that do they actually really work do you know what i mean like it's old yeah, tech it's now old tech. and are they just fucking bluffing a bit he's like i'm sure they've got some but he was like just look at the war in ukraine man like they're sending fucking world war Two technology one thing that ukraine has definitely shown us is that their shit's not fucking up to scratch as much as it's what they breaking think it down is. and it's fucking yeah and here's another yeah. theory man when i was going so another side thing i went down but it made me wonder about uaps right so how they built the pyramids right i've been fucking spending years on that there's a few good theories i actually think no one actually really knows but there's videos online right now, if you can get the certain frequency, so you know the old trick, right? Put sand on a flat board, right? And then get yeah, a violin, yeah. right? Yeah. And just run a violin uh, string down the side of that board and it causes yeah. a frequency and it causes patterns to emerge in the sand. You've seen those videos, yeah. right? Yeah. There's hundreds of them on YouTube. Now, if you've got the right frequencies, right? They've, it's only small cubes, but you can go online. It's legit done by scientists. And you can see objects levitating, like a small gold cube, levitating because it's in a, like a bubble that's producing the right frequency. Like a now, sand I don't know, matrix. Right, but it made me think, maybe that's how they moved all these big fucking rocks around. They were able to tap into some kind of frequency that could move. Then it started making me think, same with the UAPs. Because like, they don't give any kind of thermal signature or anything like that. And when you start... If you start going like, if you start talking to like hippies and chakra dudes, right, about frequencies, they mm. will tell you that the whole fucking universe operates on frequencies and that's what, that's what music is and 
you know, people giving off a vibe and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, what do you but, reckon about that? But, so frequent, like the frequency waves would have to be stronger than the gravitational force. That's the yeah. thing, yeah. which I don't think it, like there's f- four known forces, electromagnetic, strong nuclear and gravitational. Yeah. So the, the, the frequency force to move mass around and it be above gravitational pull is would have to be crazy. Maybe we just, but maybe we just don't have the data yet. And like I use um, the Da Vinci helicopter as a perfect example, right? He invented a helicopter and he said, I don't have a power, I don't have an engine that will make this fly, but one day someone will make Something. an engine that will produces enough power to make this spin and fly. Well, they all fucking laughed at him. Well, now it's just like, it's just Wait, He was a smart quality. motherfucker, hey? Oh, yeah, he was way ahead of his Insane. time, man. And that's like even Tesla's talking about being able to send electricity through the air. And if you look at their theories, like even though a lot of them were kind of unproven, a lot of those theories of the smartest men do point to the fact that this stuff is kind of possible. Where are they? This is, I've thought about this, right? Which, and it kind of makes me think about it now, just bringing up that topic. Where are they? Where are these fucking geniuses we've had in the past? Isaac Newton, you know, all these Galileo. Where are they now? Where are today's fucking Einstein level geniuses? Maybe. Where the fuck are they? in a jail somewhere working on Maybe, but like isn't that what weinstein was kind of saying how physics has basically yeah. stumped like it hasn't yeah. moved forward where are today's yeah. fucking next level geniuses or are they or or is it the fact that they just don't get time in today's world to think about shit because they're stuck in their fucking phones Maybe. the young generations are just always distracted they don't get time to actually think heavily on yeah well actually and that was something i wanted to ask you going back just looking at my notes so when we're talking about podcasts right like i can as you know i consume a fucking insane amount of podcasts right and like spotify tells me like i'm in the top one percent right now your numbers put me to shame (laughs) you're the only person that i know that fucking what is you because i didn't get a response when you did you look at that and go yeah i was just like holy fuck but like man i believe it right and like because i've worked with you so i know what you like and when you're on a fucking, you just get your fucking ADD on and you're just Mate, on a focus, man. It's a you minimum of 10 to 12 hours a day. Yeah. So what I want to Weekends, ask Weekends, obviously is, I don't. Weekends are family. How do you find, because like, man, the interesting thing about us, right? So let's say the first 20 years that we knew each other, right? There was no podcast, right? And we were just trying to get information like where we could. And you actually introduced me to Rogan like in about, so I'm going to say about 2014, 15. He'd already been going for a couple of years, but he wasn't super popular. And you were like, don't worry about Rogan. It's his guests that he fucking gets on. So the question I wanted to ask you, right? You and me, right? We're consuming a fucking insane amount of information that has never been available in the history of fucking mankind, right? And what I want to know from you is like, how do you manage that? Because to me, sometimes it's fucking overload. Oh, like, I'm interested yeah. to know, like, how do you manage the, the, you know, how much is coming in and how do you retain that information? I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously, I don't. Like, it's impossible to be out. Like, that's the one thing about Rogan that a lot of people don't get. His level of retaining information is fucking yes. impeccable, mate. Yeah. Impeccable. Like, I, like, he obviously sits, but just the way that he can pull information like he's done insane amount of podcasts right 
Yeah. And he, but he can yeah. remember them. And he, yeah. he can remember the important information. And I've listened to pretty much most of them. There's obviously some that I don't, but I yeah. can't pull that information. There's Look, snippets, I think, obviously yeah. snippets. I think generally, like what I'm thinking is, so I do two things, right? I, if I listen to them and I really like it and I want to retain it, I go back over it and I actually make notes because I find that but by do writing it straight it down, away. Yeah, or do you like, do you like part it? Obviously, make it a favorite and then come back to it weeks later. Some, yeah, a bit of both. Sometimes yeah. I do it straight away, and like what I'm trying to do now is like, because I always like pen and pencil, I like writing it down. But what I'm doing now is like, if I'm out in the yard and someone says something wicked on a podcast, I just open up my phone and like make a note and write and it. And apparently, down. that is the way to do it. Like, I yeah. think it was Jordan Peterson saying, you have to yes. write write it down. It, it unlocks this. About, yeah, yeah, it's writing. the act and of writing. Like, yeah. You know, you know yourself, man, they just did this study recently. 70% higher chance of achieving a goal if you write it down. Write it down, yeah. So there's something it sucks because I can't on. fucking write. Well, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so there's something that's fucked. going on with um, humans and, like, letters. There's, like, and even yeah. maths is, like, it, like some kind of, like, the connection brain. there. But, yeah, what yeah. you said about um, Peterson, he's kind of the same. I listen to that guy sometimes. I think, how the fuck does he remember all that shit? But I guess... I think if you're just doing it enough, even if you're not taking notes, I figure like it just rubs off, you know, like yeah. you might not necessarily remember it sometimes, but I'll, sometimes I'll say something to you and you'll go, oh yeah, fucking this yeah, or that. And it, will, yeah. Yeah. it sparks up that bit of the memory. Yeah, yeah. He's insane. Peterson is like, I'm fully on. When he first made his way to Rogan, I I was infatuated just the way he talks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd already and then I read shot into everything. Yeah, I've read his book. Well, I went to watch him live. The first uh, the time he was here. First time yeah. he came, yeah. Yeah. He's next level thing. And he's full believer in God. And yeah. it made me, just listening to his <laughs> biblical, like, series of lectures, and I've, they're the ones I've listened to over and over and over again. Really? Has what made you... me rethink. I'm Ooh. not a, I don't believe in God, but here's, the, here's the trick, right? I believe you should live life like there is yeah that's a good point because you're you... aiming up you're always aiming up and that is what yeah. religion is it's giving you an archetype to live the best human life possible and that's yeah. what i think it is i don't i don't know i don't think there is a you know big hairy bearded god in the sky but the do you stories... think there's something else but or you just think there's nothing <sighs> Yeah, I still think there's. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Again, I don't know, <laughs> but it's <laughs> definitely people, on the <laughs> especially him, has made me rethink my position. That plus, it might be getting older, having kids, all that stuff. Ooh, you kind that's of fascinating open, to me, man. Yeah, we're, 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 there's another up. rabbit hole. Yeah, so you kind of leaning. So yeah, okay, that's really interesting. So yeah, because. So would you say you're agnostic then or not really? I would because definitely say I'm agnostic now. So you're leaning more I towards agnostic than atheism? Absolutely, yeah. Totally changed on that. Yeah, totally changed wow. because Fuck, yeah. of Peterson. He's the never... one guy that has made me totally yeah. think about it a different way. Never in a hundred years, man, did I, I know, bro. say that. But and you know again, what I, find... I would never have, you know, come across that if it wasn't for but the You podcast. know what? This is what's so interesting. Like, I always say to people, right, listen to the smartest people in the world, the people oh. for and the people against, and you're mm-hmm. going to come up with some come kind of a own. rough idea. Yep. And so, yeah, so do you think, 
Because I think part of the problem with God, right, is that people mix up God and religion. See, that's the thing. It's, to me, right, it is a way of living. Yeah. It's a way, it's a, it's a, a, a the Ooh, yeah, idea, like the ideal way to live a great life yeah. is pretty much the way most people think about uh, a God or a Jesus or it's an archetype for a story. See, it's it's a hero's, a it's a hero's journey. Be the hero. And that is yeah. the, the people that follow all these um, religions basically have a hero yeah. at their, at their, their, so you kind of what you're kind of saying to me is that you it's you think maybe like God is more of a mindset. Yeah, it's a yeah. That's yeah. pretty much God <clears throat> Man, is. I'm not, I'm not that far off that, and I've come to, I've gone from everything right. So I've started off Christianity, then mm. realised that's a load of shit. So I've become an atheist, and then I've re- and then as like I'm educated myself more and more for this, I've kind of turned agnostic, and so I do. I do actually think there's something else, but I don't think that that something else is, and look, we call it God, but I think it's kind of like maybe in all of us and like that little, you know, voice or whatever that disseminates between what you know is wrong and right. And that's, that's one the thing, thing yep. that the shrooms really teach or show you, right, is that you get this overwhelming sense that everything's connected, like everything in a yeah. way that, it's kind of hard for humans to explain. The other thing is you get this overwhelming sense of love and gratitude and it's made me a completely different person, man, because I, as you know, I used to be a bit of an angry cunt and the yeah. world hasn't always been kind to me. And then I've, you know, I've become like an empath and I've become like, you know, That's and I've awesome, realized that, That's you, know, so that cool. you forgive people like, and you've got to be, you know, and like, you know, I'm just, you know, like everything's like positive, you know, like, before yeah. you know, people would cut me off on the road. I'm out. Ah, fuck you. Rah, yep. rah. And now, like, yep. I'm waving them in, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, like yeah. no, you go, you go. And I'm like, it's totally changed my perception of the world. And I think that, yeah, that's I a think good thing, though, isn't it? Being connected oh, yeah. to that. And yeah. so that's what I think. That's why I've changed my tone on religion and saying I used to think it was stupid and pointless, but now I think it's. I think we're losing it, which is a scary thought. Yeah. I, Still think the extreme types of it are crazy. They're, yeah. they're they're like crazy people. But well, I think what happens, man, is they they because the problem with religion is they've all roughly got the same base. Like if you look them all yeah. up, right? Like especially like I would identify more closely with Buddhists than anything else, right? But then Buddhist Buddhism, right? You get these like fucking shoot off some Buddhisms who say they can levitate and all this bullshit, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah. it's the same with Christians. <laughs> it's the same with Muslims, right? Yeah. Not and I think, yeah. like, what happens is they get way too caught up in, like, little rules about what day you should go to church on and what day. Yeah. And really the yeah. premise of them all is kind of the same. So here's another question that I want to ask you. If you've kind of changed your mind on that, right, what do you think about evolution versus creation? Well, so this is the hard – this is where I, I get into the weeds with it. So I still – as a story – the creation story in obviously it's tied into religion i still think that that is what it is it's a story we have the hard science facts of evolution so we have the facts so when people like creations creationists think that the the globe's only like a few hundred years old like a few thousand years old 
not all of them because yeah. I've talked to creationists who still go for the you know the same thing as like the age is of you and I okay some but you yeah, you're right a lot of them do go for the it's only 2,000 years old but I've talked what? to a lot of them recently man who still believe in creationism but they but they still extend think the earth's old so they extend it out they have yeah. the big bang model in so they're yeah. so they're basically saying at the the big bang was started from their belief in a deity or god god created the big yeah. bang that's how far they stretch it out to well then again that's why that's why you can be agnostic because there's yeah. no way of knowing that <laughs> you exactly. don't have and to. a lot of times they'll use that as their argument right and they'll say yeah. oh science is always changing its mind it's always changing mind and i say of no of course that's what science does its mind right it's learning it's different learning. things yeah it's getting and like, better for example you've got to remember right no one fucking dug a dinosaur up until a couple hundred years ago yeah right? and no then no, knew yeah, they the existed, books had to right? change that then didn't they the religion books had to go on exactly and like another thing so you know you even evolutionists and creationists right both said originally are oh, maybe one or two species of homo sapiens right now we're up to nine yeah yeah right, we have found the bones and since we've mapped the dna code it, yeah we're up to nine different a, fucking species what, what, of humanoids a, now that doesn't go with anybody's yeah. theory <laughs> yeah that's and true. like a lot of them the interesting thing i find about that's them the science that backs us so that's the science yeah. that backs up the and mate the mapping of the dna code is one of the best things we ever did because now like you said, you, we got the proof you know yeah you can't argue with that shit and you know, creationists who want to say one species of humans, well, I've got news for you, right? They got the bones, they've mapped the DNA, it's wrong. Same with evolutionists, and a lot of evolutionists have had to go back on a lot of their theories where they say, oh, this species evolved into that species. Well, actually, no, we realise now it's two completely different species, right? Now, here's the, here's the question, how the fuck did they get here? Well, that's the crazy thing. Like, is it... <sighs> Well, I got a theory. Was it a, was it a Perth panspermia? Was it a perfect <laughs> cocktail? Was it again? It has to be a perfect cocktail for well, I us got a to theory, even right? be here. Here's a theory. Yeah. Aliens. I'm gonna say, <laughs> what if both happened? It was there was a creationist, and now the thing is, as soon as you say creationist, right, everybody thinks God. Well, I'm gonna throw something else at you. What if there was? A, what if there was a creationist, but it wasn't God, and then we evolved? So, well, I guess in saying the word creationist, it's kind of giving a label to something happened. Like, yeah. life as we know it yep. has been created. So, but was it something? Was it an accident? Or was it... Do you yeah, think was it on purpose or not? I don't know. That's well. Here's a possible way to find the answer to that question. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where we'll actually just be able to create life ourselves? Well, we do. I'd created two. <laughs> oh, you know six what I mean? months without, ago, I had one. <laughs> oh, okay, like create um, life from scratch in a lab as we know it. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, is AI life? And like, you can use any amount of time in the future, like thousand years ten thousand years do you ever think I, we will get to that point but, but uh, without a sperm and an egg yeah <sighs> maybe. From a cellular base. Uh, i don't know because i don't know enough about biology to understand yeah. whether it's possible i think it's chicken and egg like, like can you create a chicken without an egg i think it's possible but i don't know if it's probable if that makes sense 
you still need yeah because i but here's the thing right just say you can do that and there are some biologists kicking around that say that'll be that will happen eventually right well isn't that why we're looking on mars and all Clean. these other like we're looking we're not looking for like little creatures running around we're looking for yeah single-celled yeah. organisms basically that's right because that's uh, the basis specific, that's, yeah biology that's your base code and like I think maybe possibly cloning is like a little step maybe towards that. And then if you do, let's just say that you do get to the point, right, where you can create life, then aren't you God? Well, that's what they would say, yeah. Yeah. Which so throws maybe, it out the window even more. <laughs> maybe God's in all of us. Maybe we, just we don't are. Have access to that data. <laughs> and again, it's interesting, man, because like one thing, I talked to a guy, right, about 10 years ago, oh, yeah, 10, oh, six, eight years ago, I can't remember how long, but a guy that actually worked, an Australian guy that worked on the DNA gene node coding sequence, right? And there was a few things that he told me I found was interesting. And one of the things, he, and he said to me, he was like, basically, this is all off the record. You'll never get anyone to say this, right? But he was like, there's certain things in there that look like they've been purposely turned off. And there's other things that look like they've been purposely turned on. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he would not lick. He just wouldn't elaborate. He was like, I just, that's all I can kind of really stay. And that really, it stuck with me but for a long that, time. That's also part of evolution. The fact well, that yeah. we are is because of it. Like the fact that polar bears are white is because they do better in that environment. So yeah. that gene that makes their fur white has been turned on. The ones that were brown polar bears, they fucking died yeah. off and their genetics died yeah. off. Yeah. haven't evolved into that situation so yeah. looking at us we've evolved perfectly to be who we are living on earth yeah because, and it made me wonder yeah. mm. you know it was like mm. anyway so we'll uh we'll keep moving because one of the other things i did want yeah. to ask you about is um yeah so you and i talked a bit about peter zion as well and so for those who don't know right. who peter zion he is basically what you call a um geopolitical uh expert Anal uh, and yeah. he's yeah he's come up with um like a whole bunch of uh you know interesting ways of looking at the yeah geopol geopolitics in today and we, you know we and i listened to the podcast where he's on recently and he's sort of basically talking about um the fact that you know looking into the future and what's going to happen and his kind of theory is that you know as we move into the future um superpowers are gonna because we, we from the second world war we've kind of created this like global economy but he was saying that post-war yeah. this this global economy like will no longer make sense and and he says you know you don't have to worry about wars or invasions or supply routes or food because the global system will take care of it but the problem is moving forward he's basically saying that what's going to happen is like uh, your your own every country is going to have to get their own power supply, their own food supply, go back to, <clears throat> pardon me, growing stuff themselves. And like, man, a lot of the numbers that he quotes and the shit that he says about China is fucking scary. And it's interestingly crazy. enough, he's... And it's true, he's, like, it's true. It's spot yeah. on. Like, you cannot, yeah, not, like, go against what he's saying. It's, it's not made up shit. spot And like, on. they're on the fucking verge of collapse. out of control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and people don't realise that this whole thing that they bought in about population control, it's fucking them, basically. And so what he does say... As well as that, you know, you need some like the, to be a good to to be a good country to survive in the future, right? He says 
you're going to need perfect geography, right? So some kind of exterior where people can't get to you. Mountains are good, but oceans are better. You're going to need your own food supply and energy, a sustainable population structure with balanced ratios and sufficient military resources to protect yourself. So yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on Zihan, what he's saying and what you Mate, think about I can, I've, I've, so like he's the other person now that I'm going in and just watching everything he's saying and like subscribing to everything just to get a better understanding of it because when you start listening to what he has to say and like he's talking to top business and political leaders around yeah. the world like he's 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 the the guy basically it's true it's 100 percent true like we are, and it's scary because we are so certain countries are so reliant on this import export model and yeah. it is going to be crazy going into the future i think we might be okay uh we have got a low birth rate though like we we have a low birth rate and we've, we've lo- basically relied on immigration a lot yeah. of time and just look at now in australia how stuffed we are for workers we cannot yeah. get people in yeah um, it's a big issue and <laughs> fertilizer man that's the scary Ooh, one yeah that is cr- the the shit he was saying about fertilizer and potash and how basically you know russia was the world's biggest supplier of it uh, canada is also a big supplier but uh the Chinese, the yeah, basically China's fucked because they won't be able to grow their food soon. They're gonna, yeah. and that's why they've tightened up. That's why we couldn't get um, a rear for the diesel trucks and stuff because that's part of the fertilizer that China used to supply. But now they're holding back, so they have it for their own farming because they're going to be running out and they're going to be fucked and they'll have to import. It. But from where? Like you can't do it from Russia now. You can't yeah. sign deals. You have to do backdoor if Russia still exists. I mean, they're in a war. <laughs> like what happens when all of their production side of things and supply side just collapses? And what if we're part of that as allies to Ukraine and we yeah. fuck it for everyone? Do so you think Zion's pretty much bang on? Mate, I cannot see how it doesn't happen, yeah. especially the population decline. Like yeah. it's insane starts, the numbers when he starts like laying the numbers down it's scary shit <laughs> mate where are we going to get all our stuff from if we don't produce it and no yeah. one over there can produce it because they don't have the numbers to produce it yeah their population one of the yeah. lucky things man one of the best places to be is probably right here <laughs> yeah uh, and that's the other thing is i'm pretty sure that somewhere in australia's dirt and earth and rich resources we have whatever they're looking for they just haven't been yeah. mined like every other raw mineral we've we've kind of tapped into but now we're now now we're a target yeah i also that was just about to say like when when we when they run out does that mean they're just going to come and get it by force well if they what else what other option to you know if we can't work out a deal with them what else are they gonna it's funny how the economy is like sort of gone from everybody looking after themselves to a global economy now it's swinging back Plus China, right? That, you know how there's all this talk about them eventually trying to take back Taiwan. They they can't really do that without fucking themselves. Yeah. The, like, look what's happening. The global, like every single person around the world has basically shut Russia down for what they've done, and and China relies on exports. So if they were to do that this to Taiwan, what are they going to do? Where are they going to get their money from? China was an absolute 
poverty-stricken country like 50, 40 years ago. It was only until they started this heavy influence in production and selling to the rest of the world and started exporting that they became this superpower and and crazy financial. But they, they can't invest in themselves. They have to invest in outside countries because they don't really have great investments. They They kind of... They fucked themselves, really. I think that's sort of what they're trying to do now, but by like going around the globe and buying everything up. They're buying ports here. They're buying mines. Well, I think we. It's hard to discuss because we say they, but it's not they. It's it's him. That's yeah. the problem. He, yeah. he, the leader. He he's basically got rid of anyone that brings up topics yeah. that he doesn't like, and it's no one will talk to him now. That they're all he's just. He's sat around all yes men because everyone else has been shot and killed. Because he, anyone that brings in bad information, he just gets rid of. Yeah, so now it's, like it's Russia at the moment, man. There's heaps of yeah, people exactly. falling off buildings at the moment. Yeah. So <laughs> like, how do you think it plays so, out? Because we kind of have this idea of like zombie apocalypse, like just happening overnight. But I think it's mm. going to be like kind of slow and drawn out. What do you think? It, it, it will definitely be slow, uh, but there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be mass. I think it starts with supply, massive supply issues, and then we have to. I mean, we've already seen it through the pandemic how she could go fucking sour. Oh, so just ask. Yeah, I mean, we're we yeah. We'll have really? to make a decision. You got we'll to go off grid, man. Yeah, that's one option. That's why so many people and look. You'll you'll be fine. Things. You got a farm out the back, man. I. That's I'm coming to get some tomatoes, plan. bro. Yeah, that's my that's my retirement plan, man. And it's funny because even though even before I kind of knew all this stuff, I just slowly over time I've been kind of trying to remove myself from society. And what I mean by that is just have less and less reliant yeah. on you know, and even go back to like you know, it's why I was big part of why I was fishing, man, because like fish become so yeah. expensive, and it's like. I can go catch food easy and it's like hunting, same kind of thing, grow your own stuff and try and be, yeah, because, man, the pandemic was a bit scary in a way, not because of, you know, the way they fucked us over and all that. It was more that showed us how quickly fucking shit shit can go downhill. And, like, look at the fucking panic buying, man. The supermarkets were shut and people fucking lost their shit. I bought big bags of frigging rice from Costco because of it. Like, I've just got them stored in the shed, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a prepper now. All right, man, I was thinking that's probably a good spot to wrap it up. I was thinking about, imagine if we had recorded some of the conversations that we've Dude. had spoke over the years. I wish I had them recorded to listen well, to. That's part of the reason why I'm doing this, man, because it's like yeah. we have some pretty cool, I reckon, amazing conversations that, you know, with information that a lot of other people are not privy to because they don't have the time to do the, the research. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this, to, like, get some stuff down and record it and put it out there. But, but mind you... We used to do it down down at choir practice at the shed. Like, that's basically what it was. Yeah, for sure. Plus, it's good to have a chat when you're stuck in a podcast world and by yourself working and yeah, painting away. It's it. good to All right, bro. catch up. All right, bro. Thanks, Thanks heaps, Appreciate eh? Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, look we'll after yourself, you and we'll talk soon. No worries. Thank you. Cheers. What the, what the, what the, what Intense chemistry, expect the list when we sound the list.